Hello, welcome back to the Ready Fight Podcast. Cue the music. Are you still there? I am. <laughs> oh, your video froze. <laughs> what? You said cue the music, and I just thought. Oh. Were you just really good at being still, or did the video actually freeze because your face did not move in like a muscle? No, actually, you said cue the music, and I went. Oh, yeah, that didn't work. It was just no, no. your frozen face on my screen. Hello, no, welcome back to another episode of the Ready Fight Podcast, a podcast that we do once a year <laughs> for your listening pleasure. I'm one of your hosts, Greg. With me is always our co-host, Nathaniel. Hello. How's Hello. it going? Awesome. How are you? How are you doing, Greg? I am well. You would think in this era of COVID, we would get together more, but you were busy getting married for the second time this year? Not not yet. Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah. that's coming. September Two weekends from now. Yeah. You're planning your second wedding this year. Planning my second wedding of the year to <laughs> the same person. Sure. That's what he tells everyone. Yeah. Yeah, man. Uh, this year's just been a nightmare, hasn't it? Um, well, I think that depends who you ask. I've loved working from home. Yeah, uh, I haven't been working at home since May. May so. I didn't have, I didn't have to plan a, a wedding in this, so um, I'd imagine it's a bit more stressful for you. Thank you for uh, conceding that fact. Yeah. <laughs> Do you think we'll be doing some conceding of uh, opinions here when we talk The Last of Us today? Um, I don't think so. I feel like we're, we're probably on the same page with this. All right. So just so everyone knows, we have not really talked. We both beat The Last of Us 2. Yep. Obviously, we're doing this late. I mean, that came out June 19th, I think it was. Yeah, well, now I feel I don't feel bad to give away any plot um, spoiler alerts yes yeah it, it's been out long <laughs> enough that i feel like everybody played it it's not like a super long game or anything right um well i forget it's been so long i forget how we do this but i know normally we talk about news we're really flying by the seat of our pants on this one yeah uh, but um we did want to i mean i guess we can go over gamescom is going on right now right um that is the big Convention in Germany, obviously not a physical meeting um, this time, uh, but man, it, we got some kind of cool announcements. They did the same or an extended look at Ratchet and Clank, uh, a Rift Apart. That looks pretty good. Um, there's been just kind of a myriad of, of you know smaller game announcements and things like that. Um, so it's it's Jeff Keeley did his thing, whatever his like opening pitch last night. Right. We saw some Call of Duty, Cold War. I don't know if you've been paying attention to that at all. That looks kind of cool. Nah. They, announced, they announced a new World of Warcraft uh, expansion, I guess. Um, all kinds of little stuff. So anything that you've been paying attention to with Gamescom? Uh, to be honest, no, not really at all. Well, it's. Coming fast and furious. Obviously, it's not you know it's not a convention like it normally is, but right. um, you know just check it out. Hit the interwebs. There's some cool um, trailers. There hasn't been any like big huge reveals, but usually Gamescom isn't for that. Um, and 
a lot of us were maybe hoping for more news on a PlayStation 5 announcement or an Xbox Series X announcement. Right. That is not happening. What's going on with that, Greg? Um, the only thing, it seems like nothing other than the fact that, uh, I don't know if you saw or got the um, invitation from Sony to try to be able to be one of the first to pre-order some type of lottery system that they introduced. <laughs> I signed I up for it, of course. Um, oh, you got one too, huh? That, that's interesting uh, to be able yeah, to really... be able to get a chance to pre-order a game console. Like, oh, thank you. Um, yeah, th- so it, that... these are just crazy times, man. Is that how you'll pre-order it through Sony? Uh, no, I'll pre-order for, I mean, I guess if so, if I'm a lucky winner, um, I will, yeah, pre-order through Sony, but no, I, I plan on pre-ordering probably through Amazon, I guess. Yeah. Well, they kind of scared me on that, um, on that email. Cause right. first off, I just thought that it was a mass mailing out. I didn't realize that it was select people or whatever. Um, but, you know, they said something about limited quantities, and all I've been hearing is, you know, and I, I don't know which figurehead for PlayStation or Sony said it, but it, throughout the year, there's been no, they just kept reiterating, there's no challenges or anything like that with uh, right you know, with COVID and, and us getting this pro- product out. Right, yeah, now, it's very concerning. Yeah, I even saw a Forbes article today that's there, and Kotaku, which is a very famous uh game publication website whatever um they are speculating that it's possible that these launches could be delayed so right that would really suck um but what i was getting at is you know i, I it's kind of scares me i was just going to get them through gamestop but um if i can pull the trigger on the sony thing you know i think i will i just feel comfortable doing it directly and if i actually do get it from them um you know, right, yeah. just limited quantity because you know how that shit always works is like they I'll be working. It's like a Monday and they'll send out the email saying, OK, you can go pre-order now. And by the time I get there for lunch, it's like, oh, we were only allowed four pre-orders or something, you know. So, right. Or it's like so everything else where it's like, oh, we'll notify you as soon as the pre-order becomes available. And then I get the notification. It's like five hours after it actually went live. Like yeah, it did with right. like Star Wars tickets through Marcus. It's like you're the first to know that it's like eight hours and it's been on sale for <laughs> yeah since like nine o'clock in the morning. I'm like, okay, I thought it was the first to know. Right? Yeah, yeah. you're reading about it on your website. Right. <laughs> <laughs> um, um, I did. I do have to say real quick. I was pretty ha- like it made me think. <laughs> I know it's not that special. I'm sure like hundreds of thousands of people probably got that invite or whatever. You know. Right. But. It made me feel good when I, because I read articles online that said a select few. Right. And it makes me think about, um, I don't know if you did this when we were teens, but did you ever join the PlayStation Underground? Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> like, yeah, I get like extra demos and stuff like that. It yeah. made me think back to that. And it's like, man, I've been with them for so long. They're I got a Legacy loyalty. of Kane, um, <laughs> Soul Reaver, in like the, in the mail, like a demo Ooh. disc. I'm like, Great, I got like an hour and a half of this game in the mail that I can Dude, play. That game, yeah, that was that cool. Fantastic. And so was, do you remember the game, did you ever play the game prior to that? Blood Omen? Blood Omen, yeah. Legacy of Kane, Blood Omen. I was like one of the first, because I'm trying to think how old I was when PlayStation came out. I was probably like... 95, so... 
Yeah, I was probably, I was like, I was going to say, I was probably 10, 10, 11 years old. Right. And I remember going over to my brother's house, watching him play Resident Evil, thinking like, holy shit, this is like an adult game. And then, so like, when I got a PlayStation, I just remember coming across uh, Blood Omen on my own. And that was like, to this day, I'm like, I'm always searching game shops. I should just buy the fucking thing online, but I'm always searching game shops to get it because I would... That game was so cool. That game was just really gothic and dark, and it right. was awesome. And Soul yeah, Reaver but the really uh, the hour and a half of uh, Soul Reaver that I got was like the worst thing. It was like when you're like on the bottom of the ocean floor in the abyss, and there's just nothing. So it's just like you roam <laughs> around for forty five minutes and finally get out oh, of there. Right. Yeah, yeah, and that's like, where you, that's where you <laughs> it's like or here's the worst part of the game. Have fun, you idiot. That's where I was like, you you get cast down there, right? And you're right. trying to like right. You, know, you just gotta like wander around until you find your way out. But then yeah, remember? I mean the game came out. I bought the game, or probably my parents bought the game. I mean I was probably you know what eleven. I didn't have any money. So <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was a sick game. Do you remember the lead character's name in that? Uh a little quiz for you. All right, three. Two, no, hold one. on. Uh, just go for it. <laughs> Dude, I'll give you the first letter. It starts with an R. Man, what was his name? I'll give you another huge clue. There's a Z in there. <laughs> Raz- Raziel? Raziel, Raziel yeah. yeah. Yeah, he was the one. And then I, and that's the last one. I, actually, I think I played Soul Reaver 2. And then that I was think, on Soul Reaver Two was on PlayStation Two, right? Or did they I redo Blood Omen? There's... No, so they did. They did Blood Omen was the first one, and then there was Soul Reaver, and then they came out with Soul Reaver Two, and then I believe they came out with Blood Omen Two, which was like, it was a prequel to the Soul Reavers, but it was it was just you know, Kane as right. a, like a teenager, a young vampire. That was on PS Three. I have no idea, but I know they made Blood Omen 2, and then the last one was Legacy of Kane Defiance, and that's where you played as both of them, and I never played that one. And that, like, wrapped it up. Or at least that was the last game. Yeah. Those were some cool games. I would love to see it, uh, that make a return. So, before I forget... <laughs> uh, People are really uh, interested in this walk-down memory lane. Uh, yeah, that's, dude, I'm sure there's a ton of our listeners that love playing that game. There's a ton of our listeners. <laughs> so um the you know, three people thing, are gonna listen to this next week <laughs> you know what's funny i just typed up raziel to make sure that i was spelling his name or saying his name right and of course they have how perfect they have covid raziel masks nice <laughs> remember he didn't have a, he didn't have a jar or right whatever, so yeah he'd suck in the soles or whatever um yeah he took off say, his scarf and yeah and then, yeah yeah. Um, but I was going to say before I forget, so Tony Hawk's Pro Skater 1 and 2 comes out next Friday. I pre-ordered it, so I got the warehouse demo. Nice. And then I saw through an ad or whatever that there's a movie that came out a week or two ago that I rented about like the impact that that game had on the industry or whatever. Mm-hmm. And they were talking about the demo disc that I think it was like given away from with pizza hut or something or something like, and this demo disc had 
all these like four four other games on there and one of them was final fantasy 8 and of course everyone when they marketed that the big draw was final fantasy 8 to be able to play that and they were saying how like the tone like once that demo disc came out tony hawk was the game that no one could stop talking about it like final I fantasy feel i up. got that demo disc was also <laughs> like crash bandicoot and maybe like spyro or something on there uh, let me see if i can let me see if i can find it tony hawk's pro skater pizza hut and the greatest video game demo ever uh let's see if i can find what games are on here what did you say? Uh, Crash Bandicoot and Spyro. Uh, it says the first of these promotional discs, discs contained a lot of exciting but known quantities. Very close. Crash Team Racing. Do you remember that game? Yeah. redid that one not too long ago. Right. Final Fantasy VIII. Yep. And then Cool Borders Four. Oh, yeah, that was... That yeah, that was way too late. All right, hold on. We got a cat break here. Audience, say hello to my cat. <laughs> okay, get out of here. Anyway, uh, also, I just saw an article earlier tonight. Um, there was some uh, I don't know online like German company that apparently leaked the price of a two terabyte ps5 digital version and it was uh twelve hundred dollars or something usd what that can't be right yeah that's got to be fake news latest two terabyte ps5 rumor is probably fake here's why <laughs> <laughs> i mean whatever Hot I take mean, that's... you know what's interesting to me though i was thinking about that you know like so do you think you'll get the disk drive or have you decided? Yeah, if I have the I mean if I have the option, I don't know with this whole, you know, what's going to be available at pre-order. Um if I have the option, I'll get a disk drive. Why will you do that? Um because like you know, over the past since like May, um like my brother-in-law's and my brother uh, like after my brother was done playing Fallen Order, yeah. he's like, "Oh, here's Fallen Order, so I can play it." Like I don't have to buy it. And then when I was done playing it, I let like my brother-in-law's, you know, I'm like, "Here, you know, so you can play it." Um, we've been doing that, you know, for the past couple months with games. So it just seems like you know a good way to, because I, 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 as big as a Star Wars fan as I am, I really didn't feel like an inherent need to go and get fallen order but this way i played it for free you know like i feel yeah. it's a good way to play a lot of games i wouldn't you know go out and buy or necessarily want like the first time i played the witcher is because pat bought the witcher you know pat doesn't play video games really <laughs> so like i you know five years after it came out um i grabbed pat's copy of the witcher and started playing it and now i love that game you know it just right. For reasons like that. What um <laughs> what did you you must be really excited about the new Sims Star Wars uh oh. crossover? Did you see that? I can't wait. Did you actually see that? <laughs> yeah. <not>? Yeah, <laughs> no, I don't care. Um 
Squadrons is getting some good hype out of Gamescom. That's gonna, that looks really cool. It looks like it's going to be awesome. Again, like I, I can't believe like you know we're a couple days away from September, and we don't have any information. Like, oh, here's the you know you're going to be able to order because I don't have PSVR. Here's a PS5 VR bundle. I mean, I know like you go to their website and it's got the PlayStation Tower and then it's got accessories next to it and the VR is there. Is like, is there a version 2.0? Is it the same VR unit? So what are you going to, because the list came out or whatever of all the things, if we do get selected to pre-order, what will you be buying? So you'll buy a disk drive one. Well, I'd probably buy everything. Probably not the... Char- media remote yeah probably not that or the uh the charging tower for the controllers really see i'm gonna buy i'm probably i don't know if i'm gonna get the disc one yet or not i feel like i should because i'm an og gamer <laughs> but um i i feel like i want to i'm confused why is it only 825 gigs i think is the number why not a terabyte i don't understand it's probably a and- terabyte but some of it, so much of it is like bloatware. Oh, well, that could be, I guess. I just, I want to see, you know, I just can't. So I'm, I'm playing Control again because the new DLC just came out, the Alan Wake stuff. Yep. Um, and that's, that's a game that I, that's like one of the first games that I ever purchased digitally with the DLC and like a big AAA game, I should say. Um, and it hasn't really bothered me at all. But I also like. I like going to the game store, talking to people, you know, seeing right. what they have to buy. So I'm sure I'll get that. But also I'll get uh, I don't know if I'm going to get another controller or not. I really <laughs> I don't think I've ever had anyone come over and play like, well, you know, my wife and I obviously will play Overcooked or whatever. Um, Did you see Overcooked? Uh, the ex- The entire collection on PS5. Oh, I did see something. Yeah. Like, yeah what is that's like? um too many cooks. Was, was that the name of I it? I think so. Huh. I thought it was like uh, Grand Entree or something. I don't know. Something like that. Yeah, maybe something different. I thought it was Too Many Cooks, where it's uh, all all overcooked games remastered for the PlayStation 5. Hold on, let me. Let so, me yeah, th- that's funny that you say that because that's the only reason why I'm going to get a second controller because I only had one controller. All um, you can eat. All you can eat, yeah, that's it. <laughs> Grand um, entree. I was really close. Yeah, um, yeah, you know, but you're, you're uh, Angela will play, like she likes to play those games. You know, like the only reason my wife and I played Overcooked is because you recommended, and there's a pandemic forcing her <laughs> not to. You know what I mean? Like, she play Overcooked. Why didn't you tell me? Huh? Why didn't you tell me you guys had Overcooked? We could be playing Overcooked. A date night I did tell you that. via you, online. You're the one that suggested it. Right. And then, yeah, I did yeah. tell you that. But another reason I'm thinking of the two controllers <laughs> is like, I don't know, man. It's always uh, a, pain, a pain when I don't realize that like, oh, my controller died and I did plug it in and yeah, put it on rest mode. So now I got another like charged controller. That's a good point. So, and, yeah, maybe maybe I will get a second one. But I am going to get the charging tower because. Why not? Why, why wouldn't you? Um and then the hd camera i will get i don't know why i'm gonna get the hd camera but it's so does psvr require the camera well the 
the current one does, yes. Yeah, so I'd imagine, yeah, that's a need if you're getting... You know, you keep hearing all these rumors of this they're redoing PSVR and it's, you know, going to be PSVR 2.0 and who knows what that will look like because VR technology has really advanced just in the last, you know, in the last year or two. I mean, look at what a Valve or the, the HTC Vive and stuff. I mean, it's just, it's completely upgraded since when it first launched. Right. Um, and it, you know, and they've gone through several iterations where PlayStation VR, of course, hasn't. Um, yeah, but, like you know, said, it's, really it's rather perplexing that, you know, it, it's just so late in the game and everybody's still so hush-hush about their, their plans of coming holiday. Right. Well, and, you know, I keep hearing all this great stuff about the controller. One thing people are forgetting is Sony's hyped up the, instead of the share button, I think it's called the create button now, or maybe that's for right. Xbox. But, you know, another reason I would buy the camera is I'm hoping given the popularity of streaming. I mean, obviously you can stream to YouTube and Twitter and stuff um, right now on PS4, but I, I'm thinking there'll be some better integration options for that as well. So right, you want to twitch it up, twitch it up, get rich, quit right. my job, get Absolutely. rich by Twitch, rich twitch by rich. Twitch, <laughs> <laughs> Twitch rich, hashtag um, rich by Twitch. Uh, that's a ready fight exclusive. So yeah. all our yeah, listeners, yeah. let's get that going. Yep, yep, yep. So, yeah, and what do you think? Anything about um, the Xbox? You going to be getting that or no? Um, I don't know. That uh, Halo trailer looked, I mean, good and bad. Like, yeah. it looked so really smooth, but at the same time, uh, the graphics looked a little bit behind. I get, you know, this is all early stage stuff. Um, I don't so... think they, I don't think they ever said Halo was a launch title by any means. For those that haven't seen, you know, it's been obvious, like I said, a while since we potted, but a lot has happened. Halo, I'm sure, unless you've been living under a rock. It's funny that a lot has happened, but really nothing has happened. This has been like the worst quarantine in the world. (laughs) (laughs) Well, okay, a lot has happened in the Halo realm, Um, and they have delayed that. That was going to be Microsoft's big, big launch game out of the gate. Um, and now it's delayed until 2021. They haven't even set like a quarter or anything like that. Just 2021. I just read the other day. The graphics look like crap. <laughs> well, yeah. I mean, it looked like it looked like a current gen Halo game. I guess they had they didn't do any ray tracing or anything like that. Right. Um, so you know, kind of the impetus for the delay, I guess, was you know, I read that they were going to go back and work on that stuff. But now, I'm actually a little bit concerned because now I heard that they have actually gone back and hired two of the big wigs that worked on the original halo. Yeah. I saw uh, that. Yeah. So it's like, man, how busted is this game? Like, you know, it's, it was the story like stupid. Did it just not fit? Like clearly it, it seems like there was no ever intention of re- actually being able to release on time. You know, what's the last halo game you played? Uh, guardians, uh, halo five, I believe. Okay. I haven't. I didn't beat it. I'm playing. I I bought an Xbox. When did uh last... three five three whatever their studio is three four three yeah. three four three when did they get Halo? Was it four, or is it Halo three? I think it was Halo three, right? Um, no, I would I would imagine that. Well, they were like they were a subdivision or whatever. I think Bungie did the original trilogy, right? Right, so... and I think. Three, uh, four, three was like a subdivision of Bungie, right? That's how they got 
into it. Yeah, something. I'm. I'm well, regardless, I, I, I mean, other than my favorite Halo game, which is ODST, I, I kind of feel like you know I don't ever really cared about the stories of Halo too much. Yeah. I mean, I'm just playing Halo because you know it was, it was a, it was the pinnacle of like first person shooters. You know, right. you, you can't beat Halo, and it's still like. I don't know if it's our generation or the nostalgia or whatever. Um, but you still like anytime there's a Halo game, you're like, oh, this is just, you know, Halo is the best for a first person shooter. Everybody's <laughs> like, oh, it's Halo, you know, hands well, down. Um, yeah. But yeah, I, I I used to buy an Xbox every, you know, iteration for every Halo game. And I don't know. By the looks of this one, I don't know if I'm going to be springing it for a, a PS5 and a Xbox just to play <laughs> well, this Halo game. So, you know, the interesting thing, well, with the Xbox, too, is now they've lost Halo. Um, I haven't really, I mean, I've seen a lot of games that are coming out in the launch window or next year. You know, they had their conferences, but I couldn't tell you what games they're launching. I think Yakuza is launching with it. And... You know, there's going to be like Assassin's Creed, but like that, you know, and the, a big line for them is to say all these games you can play on the current gen. Right. Like that's a big, which is weird to me. Like, I think they thought that that was like really cool, but I think consumers just, they don't, they realize this uh, console runs its cycle. Right. And now it's time to upgrade if I want to play the coolest new games. The, right. I don't want an upscaled game. I want a game that's made for this generation console right right and you know it's like and it's like why now that halo's not there why what does the xbox have to offer well yeah and i was planning on getting both but now i'm kind of thinking i'll just get the ps5 and then once halo releases because i can play any game on my xbox i have an xbox so you know it's just it's just a confusing thing but absolutely one of the things yeah, one of the things that people are talking about that they do like is all their attention on what's called Game Pass. Right. Uh, $15 a month. I do not have it right now, but if, uh, Microsoft promises any first-party studio game is going to be on Game Pass. Um, there's hundreds of games on there. Um, you, you can go on to game like online and just look at the, the list. So it sounds like a pretty cool deal. Um, what do you think of Game Pass? Um it's yeah i think that's a great idea um i think as we've discussed on uh previous podcasts i think that streaming games is you know the next big step in evolution for gamers um i currently uh have purchased a new gaming system um even though (laughs) it's, it's just a controller but i purchased google stadia uh Cause I just got a new TV, so I wanted 4K gaming, and I don't have a PS4 Pro, and it's too late in the cycle to be buying a PS4 Pro in my mind. Um, with PS5, right. presumably around the corner, uh, <laughs> so I got Stadia, so I could do some 4K gaming. Um, their library is by all means very small, but I've been right. playing Destiny 2 in uh, 4K HDR. It looks great, plays great. Um, my biggest concern with Sadia was uh, any type of latency or lag. I haven't had any issues. Um, 
But again, that's so the same. Like, that's the same, you know, type of setup. It, it's just a library of games that you play from. Have you played Stadia on your phone? Yep. Is it fun? So, like, are you loving your Stadia experience? Um, they need more games. That, that's yeah. the only downfall. I mean, they only have a select few like AAA titles, um, and like I'm Doom. playing all of them. But uh, and with Pro, you know, it it's kind of like uh, PlayStation um, Plus. You know, they release you know uh, I think four games a month. I can't remember. PlayStation um, Plus, yeah, it's yeah for like uh, yes. PlayStation Plus is like two games every month. Stadia does like four games every month, but like only um, one of them is going to be a AAA title. So like, yeah, they, this month they released Hitman. I don't remember what they released. I can't remember. Right. Yeah. Um. So you pay you pay the one twenty five or whatever it was, right? Well, right now I, I don't think anybody's buying Stadia. So right now it's it's a hundred dollars, and they include a Chromecast Ultra, which is the 4K Chromecast right. that you need to play 4K right. games on for free, um, okay. and plus yeah. like three months of Pro for free, which Pro gets you uh, the library. Otherwise, it's ten dollars a month. Okay, so you pay your hundred bucks and then ten dollars a month. Right. All right. Yeah. That's, I mean, well, that's I, cool. My my thing. initial thought, like I said, is like I'm not gonna buy a PS4 Pro right now. You know, right. there's no reason to. And I just got this TV, so I wanted to do 4K gaming. So I'm going to do this. And then I'm like, oh, I'm going to, you know, beat the system. um, Because Cyberpunk, you know, isn't coming out till now, what, first quarter next year? No, it's November. Is it still November? Yep. There, you're going to be able to upgrade or whatever and... You know, if you buy the game, you'll be able to play it on next-gen consoles. Right, because it comes out before. That's right. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. All right, so I'm like, oh, if I it comes out in November, right, and uh, I don't get my PS5 until December, I can buy Cyberpunk on Stadia and start playing it in 4K on release date. If it comes out on Stadia. It do, it, it is coming out on oh, Stadia. But they released it that Stadia won't be, they're not releasing, it's going to be like the downgraded version. They're not going to be releasing the upgraded version of Cyberpunk until like Xbox and PlayStation comes out. So it's not going to be in like 4K, it's not going to be, you know, like the crazy graphics and all that jazz. So I was like, oh, well, great. (laughs) Yeah, that's interesting. Now that you think about because the rumors are that, Xbox is going to come out of the gate on, let me look at a calendar here, on November 6th, which is a Friday. And then the rumor is Sony would launch the following Friday, either worldwide, excuse me, or in Japan on the 13th and then uh, globally on the 20th. Um, So... If I buy a PS5 and I get Cyberpunk for PS4, I believe I can still play that on my PS5, right? Like it reads backwards. For a PS4 game, it will re- it'll play those, right? Right, but like, how is it handling then um, the graphics? You know. Well, I don't think there's. I don't think that's gonna be. So, from my understanding, 
it'll still just be a PS4 game. I mean, it might have like, you know, a little bit of upgraded, whatever they call it. I forget what, when, you know, HD upscaled or whatever. Right. Um, See, but, I, I, I don't want, I want the, I want the, the game upscaled, well, like not upscaled, <laughs> but I want the game meant for like 4k HDR. Right. I want it in all its beautiful glory. Like I don't well, want my pretty. my system well, to have to do that. I want it to be meant for it. It will be 4K HDR. I mean, games do that all the time now. Like my Rocket League does that. Um, but then, what's the difference of the game? Why buy it? Why Why doesn't everybody just buy it for? Because PS4? I think they're going to make a more powerful graphical or graphically better looking, uh, aesthetically pleasing. Like so, everybody cyber- can buy it for PS4, and it'll be the same thing if you play it on your PS5. No, so what I'm saying is, you will be able to. I I could be wrong, but I think this is how it works. You will be able to buy the PS4 game, play it on your PS5, and eventually, when they upgrade Cyberpunk to take advantage of all of PS5's power, then you will get a. They will sell and market that game. And you will be able to, if you own the uh, the PS4 version, you'll be able to get a free upgrade to that. that oh, yeah, I think I remember do, hearing that. Yeah, you know, that has nothing to do with HDR or 4. Like, PlayStation 4s can do that, you know. Right, the but PS4, it's not, you know, the PS4 version isn't tailored to, you know, the PS5. It's tailored to the PS4. Right, but again, it'll still play. I mean, I, right. obviously... Like you said, play. yeah, yeah, I forgot about that, how they said you'll get the access to the... Right. For um, layman's terms, upscaled version of it. So here, CD Projekt Red has confirmed that Cyberpunk 2077 will be backwards compatible on PlayStation 5. The PlayStation 4 version will work on PS5 on launch day, the studio said. A later upgrade to Cyberpunk 27, 2077, taking full advantage of the next-gen hardware, will be available for free. Right. So, But they won't say when. So, anywho. Anywho, um, Stadia... Is pretty great because um, I don't know if you've ever done remote play to your PlayStation Five or your PlayStation. I have. You have. I have. You know how it's uh, you know it, it's reliant on connecting to your PS4 and then connecting to the internet. So yeah. It's like you you're you have like a three like you have like a triangle of connectivity. You have your wherever you're at. You have your PlayStation and the internet. Right. It's nice that the Stadia is just to the internet. That's, I suppose. See, like, I bought a PlayStation 4 Pro specifically so I could stream in um, right. 4K or whatever, 60 FPS. Um, and I don't ever stream right now. <laughs> but it's, uh, you know, it worked pretty It worked well. It looked nice. Um, but, yeah, I'm sure the Stadia runs, you know, it's kind of made for that, right? Right, so, yeah, exactly. So... Cool. Well, yeah, so lots of next-gen stuff. Hopefully, we'll be playing these in November. Um, I really think we will be, but uh, I I could completely for I completely expect there to be major shortages. Um, I know they've been saying no, but I just can't imagine. Well, yeah, especially well, now. Like, Who knows what Black Friday will look like. But... Everybody, you know, it, besides our country, seems to be sitting, you know, in quarantine again. Um. And that's, you know, people are just, look at the Switch. You know, the Switch is in and out of stock, like, every other week. 
Right. Um, right. So if a new council comes out, especially if this, you know, COVID stuff keeps up and, you know, there's major lockdowns in like countries, you know, across Europe, Australia, stuff like that. Yeah. Game consoles aren't going to last. People are going to be snatching those up. There's nothing else to do. But thankfully, because we're 35 year old men who've been Sony fans their entire life, we've been invited to have a chance to pre-order. <laughs> <laughs> so. <laughs> So, anywho, keeping on PlayStation, let's talk about the big game. The big game. Have you been playing Ghosts of Tsushima? I can talk about that, too. I did start playing that. Um, Actually, I just started playing that the other week, and now it's taken a backseat because the Control Alan Wake expansion came out. Um, But that, actually, I started playing that today, and that'll probably only me to a night i'll probably beat it tonight it's like three four hours so um but anyway let's we'll get into that a little later last okay. of us what do you think uh i loved it now, um, what do you think of last of us too <laughs> <laughs> wow um no uh it was it was uh it, an amazing experience um i loved every second of it um i mean i've Heard a lot of uh, podcasts, um, read a lot of stuff on the web, um, you know, very contentious thoughts of it, um, very mixed reviews, um, you know, everything started off, everybody, you know, not liking Abby, not wanting to play as Abby, um, and then the big swing of everybody, you know, uh, you know, I'll, it seems like a majority have has flooded in saying, you know, they liked playing as Abby better. They like Abby as a better character. Um, I feel like I'm on, on that swing. Um, I liked Abby's arc better than Ellie's. Um, Ellie just rubbed me the wrong way in this game. Although, I mean, her gameplay was fun. Um, her, her storyline was very fun to play. It's just, you know, as far as the narrative go, I like, uh, Abby's better. Um, she seemed yeah. to, you know, this is my top-down view. She seemed to grow as a character where Ellie kind of regressed. Um, yeah, I mean, yeah. But I, I guess that's that's also indicative of the story, whereas Ellie was losing something and Abby was kind of gaining something, I guess. Yeah, I mean, it's so... Say what you will about the game. Um it's it's a pretty bonkers story for what it's for because ultimately all it is is just a tale of revenge right so on both both accounts yeah right um but there's a lot of uh there's a lot behind that revenge and a lot that goes on um i will say i certainly enjoyed it um but when I got done playing the first Last of Us, I was like, man, that is awesome. I can't wait to play more. Um, by the time I got done with this game, I was I had no interest to play it again. I was glad I went for the ride. Um, you didn't like I'll, it. I did not like it. I I mean, don't I mean it's an it's a extremely well done AAA game. But my my major complaint is that I just got bored with it. Like I was sick of everything. Like at that game felt really long to me. Like it felt really long doing the same 
exact stuff. And maybe, maybe I did that in the first one too, but it was just like a fresh new game. I don't know. So like, it felt like a long time for me to get to the end of Ellie's story. And then, you know, Abby's story kicks in and like, and that was cool. Like I, so I have, you know, pros and cons that I'll go over here, but there were just so many of the same, like walk into this room. There wasn't enough, like one of my complaints is I would have liked to see more, what do they call them? Cordyceps or what are the zombies, the clickers? Mm-hmm. I felt like it was more, you know, you're always fighting the Seraphites or the wolves. Um, and those, it just wasn't, I don't remember like as many dark tunnel areas or, um, you know, where you got to put your mask on, like, you know, infected areas. Like, I don't remember facing those guys as much. Um, you know, very early on in the game, when you get to Seattle as Ellie and Dana or Dina, um, and, you know, that's that big wide open area and you can spend a long time in there. Did you ever go into the bank or no? Yeah, I, I went into all the buildings to get. Yeah. It's, yeah. Yep. So I did. I think I did, too. But the bank just happened to be the very first thing I did, not realizing that it's kind of like not really a secret, but it could be you could just bypass it. That right. Was like really... you have to look at the notes to like really flesh out that right. area. And that was a really cool little thing. Like I liked fighting those guys like it, I don't know. It just and this story thing was that, a lot more human element, you know. Yeah, I mean, and I don't. I I thought the story was really cool. Like, I have no complaints about the story or where they took it. You know, I don't care. Like, it didn't. Did it bother you that they killed Joel? No, um, I think it was needed in the story. Um, I mean, yeah, it kind of that's. <laughs> kind of <laughs> yeah, I guess that goes without saying. <laughs> uh, no, I get what you mean. Um, and when I say like human element, I mean like, you know, this is so many years on and like you see this in, I don't know, shows like The Last of Us where it stops me um, about the zombies. Like, okay, I'm going to use the term first season. Like the game was, you know, like that's like the zombie outbreak, you know, we're what, a decade in and it's a very big part of it. And now we're like, you know, 20 years in or close to it. And you know, it, it's kind of like that's a status quo. And now the biggest concern is, you know, humanity against humanity, like going uh-huh. reverting back to what humanity is. I mean, look at, you know, our problems today in the world. It's it's uh-huh. not human against the environment like it should right. be. It's human against human still. Um, I, but I get what I you mean. Like, yeah, it, you want like it's Last of Us. It's a zombie game. Like you want more of the horror zombie element, not so much of like seraphites wolves uh whatever um well and even even what are they called the the fireflies yeah or or the rattlers right the the rattlers which was i i don't know i really like that because i'm like oh the game's over you know the farm and then it's like okay here it's going and then i thought it was like a little like uh prologue epilogue prologue what's that epilogue is epilogue is the end epilogue thank you um <laughs> and then it, it keeps on going and now it's like oh now ellie's here and it keeps on going and it's like all right you know this is adding a little more to the game right so yeah so let me let me run through my good and bad and then we can talk about this um so again my main complaint and again i i enjoyed the game but it just it felt like a slog after a while um 
but some parts that stood out like the horse race through Haven when you're Abbey and everything is on fire. Like we hadn't had a really a horse race, right? You're, you're, you're firing at people. It, it was different. It changed it up. And on top of that, you're in this grand backdrop of this, um, huge, huge cinematic. Camp. Yeah. 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 Right. And that was really cool. Um, the boss battle, I think it was this Abbey, uh, yeah. Where you're in the hospital at the, the lower end of the hospital and you face that huge, the rat king. Yeah, there is it called the racking yeah. and then that one that one little zombie like comes, comes off, off and now that you have to chase him. That was different than a lot of the game, you know, it's switched it that, up. I mean that was like the horror element of the game was like playing as right. Abby and stuck at the lower level of that hospital. Cause like and like the whole time I'm playing that, I'm like, I don't want to be down here. <laughs> right. Well that's that that section more than anything reminded me of the first game. Like Right. Whether, and then the whole hotel that you have to like get from the top floor to hotel, the bottom floor. Yeah. Yep. yeah. I mean that shit's that shit is creepy. Even on the boat, you know, like when right. you get into that um, yep. Yep. Like cruise ship or whatever. That was a cool like, part. Yeah. Yeah. How did you not like how how is this game a slug? There's so many good parts of this game. Those were like those were good part. I didn't say I didn't like the game. You I didn't like the, the emotional of... part, the part that you know really got to you. You're like, this is lame. I want to shoot things. No, I just I, I we'll get to it. I just but I th- I agree with you. Those are really cool parts, and that reminded me of the first game. Like in the first game, you know, whether you were underneath like in the subway or whatever, um, or you know, in a in somebody's house or in their garage or. I remember, and do you remember in the first game when you're climbing those or you're going up skyscrapers, you know, and the buildings are like, yeah, you know, the, the, the right. It was like, like thunderstorm outside and there's clickers yeah. everywhere. Yeah. Yeah. That was so cool. And then, then those type, those areas reminded me of that. Um, one of the highlights for me was like, okay, obviously you get done with the Ellie thing, you know, there's going to be, you know, when you start playing Abby, you're working your way up to it, but to actually go through that battle where you're hunting Ellie. That was really fucking cool. I'm right. like, holy shit! I'm like trying to, I'm trying to sneak past uh, Ellie, you know? Right. Um, and that was really cool the way it ended. Um, I thought it was really cool. Like, so the very first thing you do in the game is Tommy helps you snipe, right? You remember that when you're yep. on the mountain, he right. teaches Ellie how to snipe. And then it was so obvious to me, or it, 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 I was totally in the dark until the reveal. That when you're playing as Abby and you're, that sniper is firing on you, right? I don't know why I didn't put that together that that was fucking Tommy. Right. And then when he did, I'm like, oh my god, that that was really cool. That scene was awesome, and like the end of it, um, where Tommy then shoots, um, yeah, the what's dude his in the face? Head. Yeah, like they're, you're to... just talking to him, all of a sudden his head just gets shot off, and you're like, oh wow. Well, yeah, and you're thinking like this this sniper has put you through the ringer already for right. like the last 10 15 minutes and you're like this guy's going to fucking die. I'm this guy's a jerk. I'm going to really and then you realize that it's oh man, it's Joel's right. brother like it's a good guy. Right. And you realize there are no good guys or bad guys. Like exactly. Stuff. That's like the whole <laughs> game. Like the premise to me is like nobody's a good guy. Like, you know, this world has made everybody like down to like animalistic. Um right. So it's like you shouldn't be siding with Joel or Tommy or Ellie or Abby. It's like everybody's just doing what they need to do to survive. You could but, you could argue that Abby is maybe not animal. She, I mean, there were so many times where right she, she let Abby go right? or she let Ellie go twice, and like Ellie just right. couldn't give it up. 
which when you really think about it, like, so what's interesting to me is she goes across country because Joel killed her father. Right. Right. And, you know, for most of us, that's something we could all relate. We'd obviously be very pissed off and, you know, in in an apocalyptic world where there's no rules, maybe some of us would take out vengeance on that person, you know? Right. And on top of that, she lets Ellie go the first time and Tommy go. And she's, she just, she comes across the country. She did shoot Jesse in the head though. Like right off the bat. (laughs) What? Oh, did she? Yeah. Remember what uh, she's got in the theater? Oh yeah. Okay. Well that, okay. That's one thing. Right. But at this point, Ellie has come across at that point, Ellie has come across country and killed all her friends. right? Right. So, um, you know, that was really interesting. I thought Abby morally was a better person, you know, than Ellie because Ellie just right. couldn't let it go. You know, right. Ellie, even at the end of the game, just couldn't she, let it go. She, she, you know, and they give, the game leaves it open ended. She leaves, she abandons her family because she has to get justice, which, you know, eventually she obviously does the right thing and does not, um, does not. But that, that final battle too with you know in the in the lake or the ocean or whatever with right. Abby and that's crazy too at the end there when you see Abby how emaciated she looks that was crazy right because uh, she looked like a different person I agree with you I thought the epilogue chapters were cool um, you know spending time on the farm and then going to Santa Barbara um, I have a question so I was confused when you're playing as Abby. And you get to Santa Barbara, you go into that house that you think is like a meetup point. Was she actually talking to good people on that phone? Or was that the Rattlers? I would, I, I am leaning towards it was actually Fireflies. Okay. Um, Because it harkens back to what, um, I don't know, what was Abby's boyfriend's name? Um, Owen. Owen? Owen. Yeah. yeah. Um, how he was saying, oh, it's like uh, this dome building off the coast of Santa Barbara or something. And then, like, you know, yeah. that's they kind of alluded to, you know, look for this building off of the, the peninsula or whatever. Yeah. And then, you know, after you beat the game, you get that title screen where you see the rowboat and then there's this dome like Coliseum building. Oh, um, I thought the dome was the one where they were holding all the prisoners, <laughs> the Rattlers or whatever. Oh, really? Yeah. Because that's that's what they say that when you when you when that guy oh yeah yeah I guess that up, too. So I don't know. I I would like to think, but I didn't does, think of makes, that. It makes more sense that the rattlers are putting these feelers out there and then monitoring that house. Right. You know, but I don't know. Um, no, well, I thought it was. A I, I guess you took a cynical. <laughs> uh, view of that the ending of the game and i took like a hopeful one <laughs> well i think there's not too much hope in the world of um, so well, i got a list to... i'm gonna just run through okay you do how about you do do your good do you have good and bad uh no i just got a bunch of random points okay because i still got to get to my bad but you go um i found tommy's turn interesting like you know, at the beginning of the game, he's like, you know, let it go. I don't want to do this. And then after, uh, you know, he gets, you know, shot up um, by Abby. Right. And then they're back at the farm and he's like, this is all I have left. You know, him and, and his wife kind of like split up. Yeah. So he's like, you owe this to me. And he kind of like, you know, guilt trips Ellie into going and doing their last mission. Right. Um, 
the whole way the story goes, um, I, I've seen a lot of complaints about it, about like uh, the flashbacks, the flash forwards um, for both characters. Um, it really works for me. Um, it's kind of like a cinematic event, like uh, a lot of time in certain, like, I don't know if you like uh, Damien Lindelof stuff, like Watchmen or Leftovers. Yep. He also did Lost famously, <laughs> um, where it's a lot of, you know, time jumps. Yeah. But they introduce the time jumps to, you know, evoke emotion because it's like, all right, at this, you know, prudent point in the story, it's important to go back, divulge this plot point, and now right. move forward with the story. Like, the the moment you realize that Ellie went to Joel and, like, I want to forgive you, and then it jumps forward to, like, that's why she's so hell-bent on getting revenge is, like, after what four years of not talking to Joel, she's like, "I want to, you know, come back to this," right. and then she loses him, and like, you know, it, it's kind of like a hard hitting moment that you're like, right. "Oh, you know, she finally opened up to forgiveness, and you know, was letting this back in her life, and now she lost it, and this is why she's like so crazed about it." Is like, you know, she wants it so much. She was robbed of that chance at. Uh, at- yeah, reconciling. Right. right. So. And then it's like you play as Ellie and then you get like flashbacks like her with Joel and then you play as Abby and you get flashbacks like her with her dad or her with Owen. Right. And like you <laughs> see the similarities of like their upbringing and their lives and like see, you know, how similar the characters are. That was really good in the story. Um, the bad, I wish the scars pass or the Sephirites, Sephirites, Seraphites, Seraphites. Their past, I would they. I feel like that needed to be vetted out. Maybe I didn't find enough stuff, um, about like their messiah or their prophet, whatever. Um, I I feel like that part was lacking. Like I wish that well, story was fledged out a little more. Let me stop you there first, because that's one of my bads that I have. Is yeah, exactly right. Like you, you all over this world, you find notes and, um, graffiti of this lady, right? Who right. is, why, why was she not a character and, or why not a boss or how come you never run into her? You know, right. like that's crazy to me. Um, especially when you go to the hive mind, you know, right. This, this and then they're just like, she died. Yeah. Oh, did they say that? Yeah. One of the things I read, it was like a note about like, yeah, she died, blah, blah, blah. It, it was nothing important. It was just like, you know, a couple of lines of, how she died. Oh, I didn't. I didn't even see that. If that's true, that really frustrates me because I yeah. thought that oh, was yeah. like the one. That was the one hanging thread that like a Last of Us Part Three could be. You know, like this Ellie and Abby kind of destroy, or well, I guess just Abby destroys this home. You know, this whole island. Maybe you know, Last of Us Three is just this lady amassing her numbers again to go after. I don't know. Right, but. You know, that was like such a, a weird thing. Like you never see anything other than just graffiti. Right. And then you get the appearance of Jeffrey Wright, the actor who was uh, Isaac for the wolves. And yeah, I mean, you would think that they're like, oh, Jeffrey. I have like, oh, Jeffrey Wright's in this as like Isaac, the wolf leader. So they're going to have, you know, somebody be um, the prophet. I don't maybe her name was Catherine or something. I can't remember. <laughs> Something yeah, like but that. it just never came. And I'm like, uh, I feel like that should have been fleshed out. Um, 
that was like a huge letdown for right me, honestly i hate ellie's decisions of the game we kind of already talked like that like i thought the end of the game was going to be you know her sitting on that tractor and it's like the sundown and she's holding jj or whatever the baby's name is right and i'm like oh here's the end of the game and then she's like nope i'm giving up you know this perfect life to uh keep on going with the revenge thing um well let me let me talk on that too so that's another thing right so the last of us is so for for 20 30 hours it's and even through the first game you know and she's in that dlc or whatever in between the first and the second game she has no qualms about ending life at all right um and then you know she has multiple chances to kind of do this does not succeed and then finally she has the chance to drown you know it just seemed out of like and honestly it seemed like (laughs) not that like it was the right thing to do to let abby live but it seemed out of character to me for ellie and honestly it made so much of it made that last part of it like what the hell did i just do that for (laughs) like i did did, i guess you know maybe whatever no i get you maybe her demons are gone or whatever, but it just, she's killed 500 people, you know, right. like throughout the course of this game and she can't kill the one she hates the most. It doesn't. It yeah. Doesn't make sense. I agree with you. Um, that whole last fight, you know, I'm sitting there, I'm like, I don't want to do this. <laughs> I don't want to do this fight. Uh, but you know, you got to put yourself in the mindset of you're not, this is an RPG. This is like, you know, a linear story. So you're, you're playing the character, you know, you're not the character. Um, but yeah, I get you. And yeah, I, I didn't like that whole less, less ocean fight, whatever you want to call it. See, I um, thought the it only thing. Cool. Go ahead. I thought it would have been cool to like end it. Like, cause the whole thing about the last of us, especially in the second one, is you're making uncomfortable choices, right? right. Um, so I thought it would have been cool. Like, she kills Abby, and then, you know, whatever, just, like, sees the bubbles, the final bubbles come up, and then just, like, lets out a huge scream or something, and then goes to credits. <laughs> you know, like, she's just, you you finish the job, you don't feel good about it, that is The Last of Us 2 in a nutshell, And but you've, you've done what you've been thinking you needed to do for the last you know the last whatever however long that game goes right um something like that where it just you know it just ends on a super powerful note there because I, I i i'm glad she didn't kill abby but it's like that also doesn't fit the theme of the last of us like i would have been fine being uncomfortable killing abby um i mean my only thought is that it the only way it does fit is that uh you know she kind of learned or at, you know, at the last moment before that fight, she, the last thing she remembered was Joel and like her going to forgive him. Right. So it's like, she's like during the fight, she's like remembering forgiveness and she's like, all right. But yeah, I I get what you mean. That's Um, another thing that's interesting too. If you think about it, like what would, and the game can't really address this, but what would Joel want her to do? You know, what, would he, I, I kind of feel like he'd be like, don't worry about avenging me. We killed her dad. <laughs> you know, like right. I had this coming. Just First of all, her dad life. was a prick. Like that dude deserved to die. <laughs> like, You think so? Yeah, dude. Like I, was, I can't remember where I saw this or if I heard this or if I dreamt it or something. It's like 
she wasn't like an infant. They could have gone up, like the fireflies could have been like, hey, like you might be the cure to this, but we're going to have to kill you to figure this out. Like they didn't even give her an option. They're just like, put her under her dad's like, no, she's got to go. Like, don't give her a choice. Don't let anybody know. Just offer and let's move forward. Like yeah, that I mean, that's I, a dick move. <laughs> well, yeah, but then The Last of Us 2 doesn't happen. I understand. <laughs> it, it's needed for the plot. I'm just saying like, dude, her dad sucked. Like that's a dick move. You're like, I'm going to kill this 13-year-old girl and not give her the option because she would have done it voluntarily. Well, okay. You know, we, she, she you know, the backstory or the the flashback, she's like, I wanted it. Yeah, but we as a viewer have it's easy for us to say that he could have done that because we know how bad ellie wants to do it what if it was you wouldn't you rather just not know than be like hey greg you have this awesome blood. no you absolutely i'd want to know i'd want somebody to ask me like hey you might be the uh the cure to saving humanity uh but you're gonna die i'd be like yeah that's well i guess thing, that's the thing though you might they didn't know if it was gonna work they thought it would so do you would you would you say yeah go ahead and kill me well, I, don't think I, I mean, yeah, because I grew up to be a shitty person who's just hell bent on revenge. I think that's easy to say when the yeah, I, yeah, exactly. It's <laughs> easy to say, but this is a video game, and you know, again, like she said to Joel, it wasn't his choice to make. You're you're right, Ellie. Ellie would have wholeheartedly been like, "Yeah, let's do it." And I Abby's dad have... sucks <laughs> because again, it's not his decision. I, on the other hand, would have got in my clothes, ran out of there as fast as I can. <laughs> right. And never looked back. Right. So, and not felt bad about it. I'm, I would just... Yeah, and I'd be like, myself. can't you just take a blood sample and see if this works before you just go ahead and kill me? Right. That's right. That, yeah. And that's the other kind of crazy thing, too, is... And, you know, I know a lot of humanity has been decimated, but I think a plot thread they could explore in the third one is... Maybe there are other people finally that they find that have, right. you know, um, I, I don't know. It'd, it'd be interesting. So. Right. Anyway, um, continue. The spaceship scene was, you know, touching the porch scene. We already talked about. Um, I have Abby's dad deserved to die. He did. The <laughs> The gameplay is really brutal this time around. I, I feel like I knocked a lot of people's jaws off with like pipes and stuff. I yeah. shot a lot of limbs off with like that hunting pistol that you get as Abby. Yeah. Yeah. Um, what did you think of the dogs? The dog was a interesting dynamic. Um, it always, I'm always like every time I got to a section and you hear dogs or, you know, whatever you hear whistles I'm like, Oh man, there's dogs in this section. I'm not going to be able to, uh, really, um, like stealth my way through this. I'm going to have to kind of, mm-hmm you know, go full force, which was an also really uh, awesome juxtaposition was like some areas I'd be like, all right, perfect stealth. You know, there's like rain or, you know, you're in buildings and you know, you're going room to room. So it's really easy to do like stealth kills. Other times it's like there's guards everywhere. There's dogs everywhere. It's this is just going to be like mayhem. I'm just going to throw a brick and start shooting. See, I so, you know, that's the other thing with, I think, and I, I thought about this, since Metal I since Metal Gear, I can't think of a, like, The Last of Us does stealth so well. Right. And I think part of that is how the AI is, like, really smart. Yeah. 
Um, Especially this game, it was ramped up. Yeah, and it's just, and it's just, you know, I'm, I'm glad they did it. But one of the things that, like, I'm really glad they did it. But one of the things that kind of took it, made it weird for me was the second I liked doing the stealth so much more than shooting people. Like the second that I got caught, I would just pause and then restart my checkpoint. Yeah, because it was like a minute. You know what I mean? And it's like the feeling of clearing that room out and not raising the alarm once or you know getting caught but then hiding in the bushes and then killing everyone it was way cooler to me than than shooting going in there guns blazing and i wanted to do that so much and it felt it felt really natural as ellie to do that because she's an underpowered girl like little like you know right. very petite girl um but, but she's is, brutal man her her combat style is just like nuts ellie's yeah well, that's so okay. So, but then, but yeah, you know, she's more to, fitted for like stealth, whereas like Abby felt like a tank, and you're just like bulldozing right. your way through things. I kind of felt like I had to use guns, and they give you cooler guns with Abby, right? So, right. Um, but another weird thing that I thought was dumb is like, so whenever Ellie does the stealth stuff, she goes up behind someone, says "shh," you know, and then right. slits their throat and stabs them in the stomach, and it could be a three hundred pound person, you know, whatever. And as soon as you get Abby, Abby is this tank, you know, right. she's just snapping um, necks. <laughs> yeah, but it takes, but when you sneak up behind people, it's a much slower kill. Right. And it puts you at more risk. It's like, why don't you just get a knife and do the, do right. the same thing that Ellie's doing, you know? So how much, uh, okay. I got to backtrack a little bit. Um, that's another cool, interesting thing in the game that I noticed, like Ellie, you had to scrounge, or at least I did, so much that it almost forced you to play like stealth tight, because it seemed like um, upgrades and like you know ammo was a lot more scarce. Like I'd find ammo, but it'd be like one bullet for a gun, and then you start playing as Abby, and they just flood you with you know nuts and bolts right away. They flood you with ammo and guns, like you're getting upgrades like crazy. And it's like oh, it, the game almost pushes you to play Abby as like more of a brawler, you know, go through and just like mow down your enemies. Whereas like I feel like Elliot tried to slow play you and like, nope, you got to take your time through a lot of this. Um, like I use the bow with Ellie like nonstop. Okay. And Abby, you know, you get the crossbow on the boat and then I start using the crossbow. But it's like, yeah, I got to use a gun for most of the stuff. Um, See, so that I was, was always using a silencer i'd always for both characters I right was just right making silencers right and i don't i didn't i never felt uh item crunch because like i said i never really shot guns that much and if and if i if i did it was because i was facing clickers that could see me you know oh i um, killed everybody on every map i never <laughs> left anybody alive <laughs> well i wouldn't leave them i would try not to leave them alive oh you I just went through it yeah, and if, if i got caught if i got caught i would just start and restart and it but, was like that's I feel like that's where the replay value is because I like you know I went through and I watched some stuff of like people's like speed runs or whatever you want to call it and the yeah. people who just like barreled through with both characters and like just you know unleashed mayhem and just did crazy stuff it it looks like a lot of fun you know they use their explosive arrows and like bombs everywhere and molotovs yeah. And the game looks really fun to play that way. And it's just, I never think of to play this, these types of games that way of like, 
you know, just going through as an action game. I try to play it as a stealth game, like you said. But yeah, back to the point. There's they really uh they really maximize the uh disfiguration of your enemies in this game. Like certain times yeah. you like snipe somebody and like you blow off their arm and then they scream for like five minutes. Right. Yeah. Um Yeah, I mean So that's actually well, okay, so let me Let's see what I so I here's my I'll just li- list off my bad stuff. I just said no seraphite boss lady. What the heck? <laughs> S- super repetitive to me. Factions felt the same. Like aside from what they were dressed as, I didn't feel really any difference between the wolves. Yeah, the seraphites whistled. Did you hear? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> they would do that. Yeah. Um, not enough. Not enough clicker sections. I thought the crafting was actually pretty boring, to be honest. Like, I didn't think... I Again, I didn't feel like... How much like did you upgrade? Did you, like, max out upgrade. anything? I mean, I I thought I was... I'll tell you this. I was shocked when I finished the game, and I didn't get the trophy for all the saves. Because, like, I thought I went in every possible room. You know, like, I thought I got everything. Yeah, I definitely missed some saves, and I couldn't find them. I'm, I'm like, okay, where did I miss a save? I mean, I would be shocked if I missed two because I feel like I turned that game inside and out. Um, another thing that, like, so that I only have two other things, but I just didn't think there was enough imagination in environments. I know it's an apocalyptic world, but I just thought, like, so one of the things that stood out to me was, like, when you're on that sky bridge, right? Like, that was really cool. Um, you know, you're going up to the top of the skyscraper and doing crazy stuff. I understand you know, that obviously you're in the city, like you're, you're not going to go to like the moon and these crazy places, but I don't know. I just, I, I just thought a lot of the environments looked the same to me. It, yeah. It was that... all in Seattle. <laughs> well, that's another thing too. Like, you, you know, like, I don't know. It just, it, it, the gameplay is the same. You're doing the same shit so often and spaces that look the same, the characters change. I don't know, man. I just, I just got bored with it. Um, and that's why I put, I put ex- exceptions that stood out to me were the bank in Seattle, like, cause it was just, it was like a first kind of hidden section that I came up across. Um, it reminded me of the first game, like when you're in those skyscrapers, um, and then the sky bridge. Um, but there, I mean, there were, there were other cool, like I said, the bottom of the hospital was cool and stuff like that, but, um, I don't know. See, this- that's my, that's my list of bad stuff. So, like, there was certain, like, crafting, um, you mentioned about, like, how takedowns are slow, but, like, if you went to, like, the hunting or the brawler or whatever, you know, crafting table to upgrade your abilities, like, you can increase the speed of takedowns and stuff like that. Yeah, you can right. do that, yeah. And I did that, I just, right. my, my only complaint with that is, again, Abby is way more fit and in shape right. than... But she was just snapping necks where Ellie was just cutting throats. Right. Well, right. but that was to her detriment because right. it was it, it was a weird design decision to me because clearly when I look at those two, if you looked at those two ladies on the street right. and somebody asked you, who's going to take somebody down quicker? You know, like, profiling. <laughs> <laughs> but and Abby had that cool chaining ability where like you could like take out like a room of people just by like kind of button mashing really at the certain time. Did you ever use that? No. 
Yeah, like she could chain attacks together for like multiple oh, people. The the movement thing or whatever, yeah. or the striking thing. Right. Yeah, no, that is like the one area because I just never. Again, if I was getting like into a physical fight, like then I screwed up my stealth, so I never upgraded that. Um, yeah, like you could not, you could stagger people if you punched them or whatever. Right. Yeah, if you stagger somebody, you could hit them, and if there's more than one person in the room, you can chain it to their to another yeah. attack. No, I, that's like the one air, area, one tree. Because like for Ellie, I think I upgraded almost everything I right. could. Um, and for Abby, that was like the one tree that I didn't touch. I didn't care about that stuff. Well, so. end of the day, it all worked for me. Um, like <laughs> I said, like I, I mean, again, I'm a big fan of uh, this type of storyline. Um, you know, with flashbacks and like big realization moments. I like like halfway through the game, like Abby confronts you in the theater and she's like killed all my friends. Right. Um, and then you, uh, you know, you start playing as Abby and then like you watch all your friends die and stuff like that. Like you meet your friends and then you're like, this is the person that I killed when I was playing as Ellie. Like that girl playing, like, I don't know, it was a PSP maybe in like the bottom of the hospital. Yeah. And then I you, know. like, come out of the water and kill her. And I'm like, oh, you know, as Abby, you meet her, like, right away. And she's playing it. And you're like, oh, how far did you get in the game? Like, yeah, I just killed that girl. She's going to die. <laughs> like, these are the people she's talking about. Right. Yeah. No, I mean, like, I I enjoyed it again. But I, I just don't have any desire to go back and play. You know, another, like, thing, this is super little. But um, when when you're playing as Ellie, you're collecting those superhero cards. And yep. I read, I read every one of them. I thought that was really interesting lore. Right. Um, and then you get to Abby and you're just collecting stupid ass quarters. <laughs> you know, like, uh, why couldn't you, <laughs> well, her dad at the quarter well, collection, yeah. well, have her, have him, have her dad, give her something more interesting to collect. Yeah. Well, <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, I, again, I enjoyed it. I just, I like the first one way more. Fair I, enough. I, like, I mean, I like the story here. Don't get me wrong. I just, I just got bored with it. I was ready to be done. So, I'm the other direction. Um, I did not get bored with it. I loved every minute of it. I what would you give it out of? Let's do ten rock bottoms. I will. I will give it a nine out of ten rock bottoms. I'd um, give it an eight. I think just because. That's the forced slow walk scenes really get to me. I hate forced slow walk. Oh, yes. Me too. I can't stand that. And escort nope, missions. Not. I hate escort <laughs> missions. Even though this game did it well, like your teammate kind of helped out and was less of like a liability. But right. yeah, I, re I really can't stand being forced to walk slow and, and stuff. I feel like so, my character would run everywhere. <laughs> right. Well... We'd probably be out of breath pretty soon. Um, no, um, it, it's just, again, it's refreshing to get back to a story-driven game. I, I'm i almost at my wit's end of open-world games. Um, did you yeah. beat Breath of the Wild? No, man, I haven't played it. Angela is nonstop, just <laughs> Animal Crossing on the Switch. <laughs> um, so to kind of wrap this Last of Us 2 thing up, what would you like to see? I'll put you on the spot here for a Last of Us three, if they make one. And do they need to make one? Do you think? I would be 
happy to play this again. Um, you know, Naughty Dog does a good enough. I, you know, this or an Uncharted. I don't know what they're going to do next, but I'd be happy to go back to either of these worlds. Um, if there is a Last of Us Part 3, I think it would be good if it was a Abby and Len getting to what they think is the um, Fireflies new location. And maybe, who knows, it's the Seraphite's uh, leader there. You know, something like that would be cool. Um, a prequel where you see maybe Abby's life from here to there. Um, or introduce a new character. Uh, you know, JJ, um, the baby of Dinah, Deanna. <laughs> Dina. Dina, thank you. <laughs> oh, that's the other thing I forgot to talk about. That was it was heartbreaking. Um, you know, Ellie gets back and she can't play the guitar because she's missing fingers. Right. But I texted you and you never texted me back about the theories of the end of the game because she's seen wearing the bracelet that Dina gave to her, and then in the whole second half of the game, um, you know, when you're in Santa Barbara or whatever, she doesn't have the bracelet on. And then again, at the end of the game, she's wearing the bracelet. Yeah. Did you so see that? Yeah, well, no, I thought I did text you back. That I, That's like the only thing that I saw. Because when you said theories, I was, to be honest with you, I thought it was going to be because like I had just beat it when I texted you. Yeah. And then you said something about theories and I was like really excited to look into interesting theories. And all I could find was this bracelet thing. Yeah, <laughs> that's what like, I meant. That and the whole like boat outside of that Coliseum building. The boat, what is it? Well, when you beat the game, uh, the title screen changes. Oh. Yeah, yeah, okay. Yeah. And that was really cool to me because it's like at the beginning of the game, I'm like, why is it, you know, a rowboat tied up to the water? Like, I haven't, right. this isn't remotely close to anything I've done. And then at the end of the game, it's the rowboat tied up to the water. And then the new title screen is the rowboat on the, you know, the beach. Yeah, that was cool. Yeah. Um, yeah, I saw the whole bracelet thing. It, right. You know. So what, what would you like, before I get your... Your final thought. Wait, you already told me rock bottoms. Never mind. Yeah. What What do you think? Do you think uh, she went back to Jackson and Dino was accepting of her coming back? Or do you think, you know, she just. She packed up her stuff and just like. I mean, you got to go back to the house and get the rest of the crap out of your room. Do you think they're still together? Conceivably to get from to wherever they were in was it, or Utah they were, right? Was Yeah, I think uh, so. Well, who knows? Utah, Wyoming, something like that. But that was their their camp in the beginning of the game was in Utah or Wyoming. Yeah. <clears throat> and to get from there, if that was where their farm was or even close to there, to uh, Santa Barbara, I mean, she was probably gone for like months, what, a, month or, a month or two, you think? Yeah, months, at least. Months? I mean, you're going I mean, horseback. You do know. you think... I would, I would imagine, I mean, I would imagine they reconcile and, you know, they have a family, whatever. So, um, yeah, you know, I don't know if there's necessarily a need for a third. I think, of course, in this day and age, they will, of course, do a third. Um, what I would like to see is having, and I know this is going to be a little, um, what's the word? Not hypocritical. I'm going to be kind of going back on what I said about the environments being the same, but I think it'd be cool if they got like, 
put in jail or something, you know, obviously some sort of trauma happens and they go to this massive city that's like totally rebuilt. So like almost like a New York or whatever, but this whole game would take place in the city and there, there could be all kinds of different places you visit, like a jail or right. almost like, so basically what I'm thinking is like a resident evil where obviously there's like a, there's a big bad guy that puts you in this jail, killed more of your family, whatever. You're just trying to get to your freedom. But being in a city like this that was built from the ground up or rebuilt from the ground up, there's all these different crazy places. There could be a strip club. It could be a jail. It could be, um, you know, underground tunnels or whatever. You know, it could be all kinds of weird shit. Um, but, you know, maybe just like just you're, you're jailed up. You got to get out and, you know, more vengeance, I guess. But, um, you know, I guess that's what I got. I, I, I don't see a need for a third one, honestly, at this point, but um, I'm sure they'll make it. I guess my biggest takeaway is more story-driven games, less open world. I would like more sure. linear. Here it is. What about Cyberpunk? Is that going to be story-driven? No, I mean, yeah, that's, you know, I understand, and it's going to be amazing. It's just I I would like, you know, a more contained, right. a more contained uh, playing field. Ratchet and Clank. Rift apart. No, that's too. That's too. <laughs> that's too contained. <laughs> <laughs> that game looks really cool. I think. Yeah. Um, I'm gonna be buying it. <clears throat> I don't know how you're gonna have time for all that, but. <laughs> what do you mean? Um, I mean, like you're a busy guy. I'm a busy guy. All right. Well, um, so we're done with Last of Us. Uh, yeah. I'm trying to think. I'm gonna go Any... see Tenant on Monday. Yes, Tenant. Uh, I've been reading reviews. They're okay. Same yeah. as New Mutant reviews. They're okay. Well, nobody really liked Interstellar, and that's like my favorite movie of all time. So I thought Interstellar was great. Right, but I mean, reviews on Interstellar are that at that good. Um, New Mutants, a movie that came out uh four years ago, has finally come out actually in theaters this weekend. Yes. Um, I would like to go see that, but I don't know if I'm gonna brave. Brave COVID to go see a movie that's four years old. I saw on Facebook today the cast um, all answered like questions about the franchise or whatever. Yeah. And uh, one of them was who has been, which character has been in more movies, Wolverine or Professor X? Wolverine. That is incorrect. Because, and I'm guessing, and I guess they're right, because I think you're, you're the James McAvoy movies, right? Like the first, like, is he's, he's, he is in the first, um, first class or whatever. Yeah. But is he in, what's the, what's the, no, he's, he's not in, he's not in the Phoenix one, right? He's not in Dark Phoenix. No, but he's in uh, Days of Futures Past. Well, so is Professor X. Yeah, I guess, but you know, I guess Professor thing... X is in uh, uh, X Men Origins Wolverine. He's in the end of it, so okay, yeah, yeah. right. So he's in like there's by like, like every... one movie is he in more? I think so. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> there was a, there was some other good. I mean, they asked like pretty obvious ones, like um, how was on like who's Colossus's sister, um. Or who's who's the sister for, of Colossus in the movie? Obviously, magic is. Um, I'm trying to think. There were some. 
I can't remember. It was it was it was just fun to see him guess, and most of them got him right. Uh, oh, like one was um, James James Howlett is the name of which which X Men character? Wolverine. Uh, huh? Wolverine. Right, but no, like a lot of people didn't get it because they were right. They were like, oh, "Isn't it Logan?" Like, yeah. You know, and they're they're obviously they're fans of the stuff, but not right. Like, you know, right fans like me. You know, so. Whatever, it was interesting. But yeah, yeah, those will be cool. You'll have to let us know on the next pod what, how those movies go. Yep. Uh, trying to think. Anything else? Geek them. Oh. Snyder Cut. Oh, yes. Snyder, do you have HBO Max? Yep. Can I use your password if I uh, give you mine? I don't know. I'm maxed out as it is. <laughs> That's what everyone says. Kyle won't let me have it. My friend Tyler won't let me have it. They just my buy it. <laughs> My wife said she was going to buy it, and now she's reneging on that because she knows that I'm, like, excited about it, so I'm going to have to buy it. Yeah. Well, <clears throat> yeah, Snyder Cut looks really cool. Yeah, uh, I, I I can't believe we're here. I can't believe yeah, that right? fan fan outcry is enough to spend millions of dollars to yeah, redo 80, a movie. 80 million. Eighty million dollars. Yeah, um, <clears throat> but look at what it's look at what it's done. Everybody's back for it. They're not using any of the Joss Whedon film. Uh Ben Affleck has now signed on to do the Flash movie. Like, I don't know. Michael, Ke- Michael Keaton is going to be, I thought, Batman in one of these. Yeah, and Batman who knows? Or something. Um, That's yeah. oh duh. Okay, before we go, Benson. Talk... Yeah, Fandom, dude. So all yep. this, so. I mean, okay, let's talk about the Batman trailer. I think that looks fucking awesome. It looks pretty good, doesn't it? <laughs> it looks excellent. Everything about that trailer. I really like how so they uh, they really hung a lantern and like whatever you want to call it, scented over over the wall, hit the hit the ball out of the park with showing uh, Robert Pattinson beating the snot out of somebody. Everybody's oh, like, oh, you know, he's not Batman. He's not strong enough. You know, he doesn't is this, strike me as a strong is that person. Rated R, is it? I think, yeah, I think so. Oh, is it? That would be so cool. Um, yeah, I mean, he just fucking hammers that guy like repeatedly. Yeah, that's, so, that's so awesome. You know, even and like just, you know, it's so crazy. Is like, obviously, we're both, I think you enjoy the Christian Bale Batmans just as much as I do. Yeah. Um, and everyone likes them, but that one little clip he did made made me think about like how choreographed so many of those Christian Bale fights are, you know. And it just and you never saw anything that brutal or vicious in those movies. Um, it just everything about it—the music, that that Nirvana right. song was awesome. Um, I'm stoked for Riddler because I just you know that was one we never got to see that in Nolan's universe um, and like they got paul dano who's an amazing actor i think yeah yeah that'll be really cool um they're uh the you know what's crazy colin farrell is unrecognizable right in that trip. i did not even realize i knew he was in that movie and then until i read it i'm like holy shit that's him he's playing the penguin right andy um, circus is uh alfred yeah I mean, they, they yeah they got a they got a cast for the movies um and is that i like cattail <laughs> yes it is cattail cat cat break whoa ready fight uh, cat ready fight cat um i do i can't remember the dude's name but from um from westworld uh jeffrey wright 
Commissioner Gordon? Yeah, Jeffrey Wright. He's Isaac in uh, Last of Us Part Two. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. That is him. Okay. Um, you know, that's that's a perfect, like, that's a really cool Commissioner Gordon. Right. Um, probably Captain just, Gordon in this. Yeah, but Captain Gordon. He's probably not Commissioner yet, right? This is, like, uh, what I read was, like, his year two. You're like, right. And actually, ba- that's another. Did you know that they're doing on HBO Max the, a, bat, a year year one? Yeah. like that's crazy right so that's gonna be cool and then honestly just the whole like uh that whole like logo the red and black those are like my favorite colors together (laughs) that looks so yeah it's really awesome i mean say what you will about all previous iterations of the batman i mean i've really other than like some of the later joel schumacher stuff which is fine for what it is. I mean, they really went for the campy Batman stuff of like the really, right. you know, uh, hyper colored, weird, you know, Gotham City stuff. Um, this, by all means, looks like the Batman movie that, you know, I feel like I speak for both of us that we want like a detective story. Yeah. Um, like the, the Batman, you know, you get the dark black, the dark red color, like the long Halloween stuff, stuff right. like that. Like really. The, it looked really gritty, you know, right. like, and, and, and there's something that we need is a dark, gritty Batman movie. <laughs> well, you know what I mean? Like, even like, I thought that's the cool thing about this trailer is like the dark Knight and all the joke, like with the Joker and, you know, Christian Bale's three movies, those were pretty cool. And, you know, the Joker one got dark and a lot of, you know, for a long time, that's where I think we thought the best it's going to get. Right. This looks this looks like this looks like what it should feel like. You know? Right. This, it looks, that looks like Gotham, dark, gritty. Um, you know, even hit with like almost super goth with his makeup and whatever uh, when he is on the motorcycle. Um, it just it, it. I was so I'm so stoked for it. It's gonna be so. Dope. Yeah. I mean, maybe after you know what, fifty years of Batman movies, they're finally making one right. Yeah, that'd be that'd be <laughs> cool. Uh, you know, we'll we'll see it, but it looks it's off to a good start. Right. Um, no, I'm excited for DC stuff. I mean, uh, you know, we didn't really get other. I didn't watch the new Wonder Woman trailer. I don't want any more of that movie spoiled. Um, but things I've heard said it looks good still. Yeah, it looks cool. Um, um, what did you think of? So we'll talk about this yet here, and then you know we're getting long, but we can talk about this yet. Um, Gotham Knights. Uh, I will mix and- on it. I mean, it looks just like, I know it's not, but like an Arkham game, it's just you got different classes of character. It seems like, you know, WB games, which, whatever, uh, this is their uh, version of the Avengers game that's coming out. So they did uh, WB Studio, Montreal Studios, I think right. is the one, I'm probably yeah. wrong on this, but I think they they did Arkham Origins, right. which was like yeah. the easily the worst Arkham game. Um, you know, all the other three were really excellent, and mm-hmm. that one wasn't bad, but it was just it was like whatever. Um, so yeah, so now they've been working on this for a long time. I thought it looked really cool. You're right; it's kind of weird though. They stuck with that timeline, so at the end of Arkham Knight or whatever, or what was right. the is last... this a continuation? It seems weird. I don't know. Yeah, it is because Batman he, dies. The pro the protocols are that he dies, which. Right. 
was a little silly to me because at the end of Arkham Knight, he blows up his mansion and, you know, come on, you're not, he didn't die. Right. You know, like, what is he going to save the city and then commit suicide with him and Alfred in there and blow up the man? Like, that's right. Seems strange. But, you know, maybe there'll be more to it. Maybe Batman will show up. Who knows? But um, I thought for a first trailer, like, it got me excited. It, yeah. it did what it I wasn't super stoked on it, but I thought hey, it cool. if it comes to Google Stadia Pro and I get it for free, I will play it. You'll play it. Okay, cool. Um, um, and then Suicide Squad. That's that something I'd probably. I mean, we didn't get any gameplay, but it seems like by the trailer, that's something I probably will buy because whatever that game is, it looks like it will be fun. I think the idea of hunting down the Justice League is right. really cool, and then. On top of that, you have Rocksteady doing it, which right. were responsible for really excellent superhero games. So, you know, that that alone, I'm honestly, I don't really care about the Suicide Squad that much. Um, a Harley Quinn is cool. I don't care about... You're not excited right. for Suicide Squad 2 or whatever, the Suicide uh, Squad? That, that movie looks fine. Again, you know, I I just don't... I never, I never really read much of it, you know? Right. Like, I, don't. I, mean, I mean, it, it looks more... It's more of, I don't know, somebody looking like, I mean, it's James Gunn 1. It, it it looks like more of somebody wanting to do a movie compared to a, a studio being like, make this movie for us. It, it seems like a right. passion project compared to like, turn this out, make billions of dollars. Yeah. Yeah. Like I mean, Guardians of the Galaxy was for the Marvel franchise. Like it was super fun. You know, it was kind right. of self-contained into its own thing at first. Well, um, I have no, I have no, uh, there's nothing inside me that thinks that this is going to be worse than the first one. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> like I, it looks cool and I'm sure it's going to be This done. one looks like what the first one should have been. Yeah, that's a, that's fair to say. So, right. um, but yeah, everything out of fandom was like a huge success. I'm really excited cool. to see Black Adam, whatever that actually gets a trailer yeah, and not right, just right. Dwayne Johnson talking over art stills. <laughs> right. Yeah. Um, yeah, that'll be that'll right. be interesting if nothing else. But like you said, the uh, big the big crazy takeaways is uh, the awesome Batman trailer, and then HBO doing a prequel series is crazy to me. Yeah, that is nuts too. So awesome. Um, well, the next time that we reconvene, hopefully next- we'll have a price and a release date, huh? Yeah, probably not. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right. Well, thank you for listening. Uh, we went a little long, but. You guys demanded it because we right. haven't been around. Yeah, so yep. we've been busy. So, um, after my second marriage here, I should be uh, settled in and ready to do more of this. Let's see. So today is August 28th. Yep. Let's, uh, let's plan for one after your wedding here. How about that? All right. Sounds like sounds like a good plan. And by then I'll have Ghost of Tsushima beat and I'll be playing Tony Hawk like gangbusters. So. Tony, Tony Hawk, Pro Skater 2. One and two. Boom. <laughs> thank you for watching guys uh where can they find us on the interwebs greg uh the, the internet um ready fight podcast on gmail ready fight podcast at gmail.com ready fight podcast on facebook and ready fight pod on twitter or give and us this a is call going, we can't really put this on a ready fight page can we because it's not a podcast per se or correct or can we uh no we can only put this on like twitter and facebook you know what I'm going to do with this, though? I'm going to boost it and promote it so that all these people, that even more masses can get out there and check us out. How's that? It sounds good <laughs> to me, man. All right. Thanks for watching, guys. Have a great weekend. So or long. Whenever you're watching.
it's whatever day it is. Okay, and you have a good night. <laughs> see ya. No, you personally, Nathaniel. You, you have a good well. night. I'll see you later. Tell Angela I said hello. I won't. Okay, goodbye. <laughs> <laughs> Bye. -bye.